Hello and thank you for tuning in. This is Trinity Chapel Meru where we grow deep to reach wide with the love of Christ. This week, Pastor Francis will be taking us through a study on righteousness, journey through the book of Romans. Get your Bible and notebook ready as we embark on this exciting study that will show us how to get a right standing with God. Let's listen. Good morning and praise the Lord. It is my pleasure to welcome you today and I believe that you are fine, you woke up well, God has kept you safe and we bless the Lord for that. Indeed, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And before I share the word of God, allow me to pray for us. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you this morning because it is the day that we've made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And thank you, Father, for my listener, even this morning as he hears, listens to your word. May your word find launchment in our hearts, bearing fruit even 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold to the honor and glory of your holy name. May it please you, Father, to use me as your vessel to speak to your people, Lord, and may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing and acceptable to you, my Lord and my King. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you were to talk about a book which totally transformed both your life and the lives of others, which book would that be? Again, if you were to talk about a book which totally transformed both your life and the lives of others, which book would that be? Friends, today and in the coming weeks, we'll be looking at the book of Romans and we'll be doing a journey through the book of Romans. This is a book which has transformed lives down through history. You can talk of people like Augustine of Hippo. He was transformed by reading the book of Romans. Martin Luther, Martin Luther, his life was transformed after reading the book of Romans. People like John Wesley and the list can go on and on. The book of Romans, is a book which has tried and touched lives of many and many people as they went through it. And so today and in the coming weeks, we shall be able to look at the book of Romans and we shall do a journey through the book of Romans. And so today I want to introduce it. And uh, in the coming weeks, we shall be able to delve deeper into the theology and to the study of the book of Romans. So who wrote the book of Romans? The book of Romans was written by Paul. And it is estimated that he wrote it around A.D. 57. And it is very likely that Paul was on his third missionary journey, ready to return to Jerusalem with the offering from the mission churches for the poverty-stricken believers in Jerusalem. It is estimated that he was in Corinth when he was writing this book. And to whom was he writing? He was writing, obviously, to the church in Rome or the people congregated in Rome, in the Empire of Rome. And so he was writing to them. He had not visited them, but he was purposing to visit with them. And so he wrote a letter kind of to introduce himself so that when he visits, he is not a stranger to them. What is the main purpose? He, we can look at three things. One, Paul wrote to prepare the way for his coming to visit Rome and his proposed mission to Spain. And you can see that in Romans chapter 1. 
from verse 10 through verse 15 and chapter 15 verse 22 through verse 29. Secondly, he wrote to present the basic system of salvation to a church that had not yet received the teaching of an apostle before. And thirdly, he was writing to explain the relationship between the Jews and Gentiles in the overall plan of redemption or the overall plan of salvation. Now allow me to turn to Romans chapter 1 and I shall be able to read just seven verses. This is what the Bible says. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. The gospel he promised beforehand through the prophets in the Holy Scriptures regarding his son, who as to his human nature was a descendant of David, and who through the spirit of holiness was declared with power to be the son of God by the resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him and for his name's sake, we received grace and apostleship to call people from among all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes through faith. And you also are among those who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all in Rome who are loved and who are loved by God and called to be saints. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Today, as I said, we are just going to introduce the book of Romans, and in the coming weeks, we shall be able to delve deeper and even dig more into the book of Romans. And Paul basically is writing to introduce himself, and he mentions two statements. He says, one, he is a servant of Jesus Christ, and the Greek word here is the word doulos, and the word doulos talks about a slave. And so Paul's writes and says, Paul, a slave of Jesus Christ. The term slave or doulos is a term that the Romans could understand very well. Because during this time, there were so many slaves in the Roman Empire. And so when Paul says that I am a slave of Christ, basically what he's saying is that I am coming to you from a point or a position of humility. He is having that sense of personal insignificance. And he's coming like one who comes because of the agency or because he has been sent of Christ. He belongs to Christ. He's not coming because of his own credentials, but he's coming from a point of humility as a slave or a servant of Christ. The second thing that Paul says is that he is coming again as an apostle. And who is an apostle? An apostle in ancient days was somebody who had seen the resurrected Christ. And you remember very well, Paul, on his way to Damascus, he had an encounter with God, and he encountered or he saw the resurrected Christ. And so he says, I am an apostle. I saw the risen Christ. And secondly, an apostle is one who is sent out to preach the gospel with authority. So we can say he's an authorized representative or delegate, one who is legally empowered to act or to preach the gospel. And so Paul says to the Romans, I am a slave of Christ. I'm coming to you in humility. But again, he also says, I am an apostle, one who is sent out to you, and I'm coming with authority because already Christ has sent me to you. 
And so when Paul is writing to them, or is going to them, he's going to them in these two postures, as a servant of Christ and as an apostle. In verse 2 he says, he sent, he set apart for the gospel of God. The gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Regarding his son, who as to the human nature is a descendant of David, and who by the spirit of holiness was declared by power to be the son of God by the resurrection from the dead. And so Paul talks about both the humanity and the divinity of Christ. And so he is one who is sent out to go and talk about Christ, the gospel or the good news about Jesus Christ. And Paul says that he's writing to the Romans who are loved by God and called to be saints in Romans. So he prays for them and he says, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. What is Paul trying to do in the book of Romans? In the coming weeks, we shall be able to look at around four themes. And you look at the wrath of God, we look at the grace of God, we look at the plan of God, and we shall look at the will of God. All these are clearly articulated in the book of Romans. And so basically today it was just about understanding who Paul is, who he's writing to, and uh, what he is presenting to them. He comes to them as a servant as well as, a pro, as, a, as an apostle. And he's coming to them with the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And lastly, he is writing to every believer in Rome. And we say that this is a mixture of both Jews and Gentiles. And so this morning, friends, before I conclude, this is just an intro into the journey into the book of Romans. And I'm coming to you as a servant of God. And I want to challenge you this morning. Because when you talk about righteousness, this is the ill, the main theme that we shall be unpacking as you go through the book of Romans. What is righteousness and what does it have to do with us? And basically when you talk of righteousness, we are talking of right standing with God. Having a right standing before God. And why is it so important? This is important because when God created the world, he created a perfect world. And in Genesis chapter 3, sin was introduced into the world and it brought an estrangement between man and a holy God. And that is why Jesus Christ came so that we may know God, that that relationship may be restored back again. And so when you're talking about righteousness, we shall be talking about being right with God, standing right with God. In conclusion, I have a question for you. Are you a child of God? You can be a child of God today, a saint, just like the church in Rome. And how do you become a saint? How do you become a child of God? It is so easy just about acknowledging that you are a sinner and that you need a savior. And if you want to do that today, you can do it today. You can do it right now. And if you want to do that, repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I welcome you into my heart. Save me, Lord, and forgive my sins. Write my name in the book of life. From today onwards, make me your child a saint. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If I repeated that prayer, you're now a child of God. 
and heaven is celebrating with you and it's just celebrate because of your decision. Number two, are you a servant of God? How are you serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Are you serving as a slave or are you serving exerting yourself? Paul says, I am a slave. I don't have my own rights. I am insignificant. It is all about God and for his glory. So if you are a servant of God, may God receive all the glory for the ministry that you are doing for him. And lastly, are you an apostle? An apostle doesn't mean that you have to be weird and step out with funny ways of inviting people to Christ. It is all about knowing the authority which has been vested upon you. And may you faithfully bring many to God. God sent us through the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 and verse 20, that you may go out to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that God has commanded. And Jesus promised, promised that he shall be with us even to the very end of the age. So, if you are a child of God, God bless you. If you are a servant of God, God bless you. If you are an apostle, God bless you. In the coming weeks, we shall continue now delving deeper into the intricacies of the Word of God. Thank you very much for listening, and may you have a blessed week. In Jesus' mighty name, Thank you for listening. We hope that you have been blessed, and we would like to hear from you. For any support, feedback, prayers, or counseling, please feel free to call or text us on 0748-023-642 or write us an email on trinitychapomeru1 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and Trinity Chapomeru Podcast for more of this every week. Until next time, be blessed.